listening to the EdReach Network. Greetings, EdReach listeners. One thing we know about our EdReach listeners is that they're a loyal and engaged group. As EdReach grows, we're giving our fans a chance to help build a fresh and new EdReach. We want to continue to offer education media that's unprecedented and cutting edge. You can support us by going to www.patreon.com edreach and subscribing for as little as $1 a month. Just $1 per month. We at EdReach have always believed that education needs its own media space. Help us take education forward and become part of the EdReach family. Together, we can continue to do the work that makes education synonymous with innovation. Go to www.patreon.com edreach or go to the EdReach website at edreach.us and click on the Become a Patron link. Give a little so that you can continue to get a lot. Now, enjoy your show. laughing about <laughs> i got it over we're good ed gamer episode 135 ed tech bridge between educators and developers this is ed gamer for wednesday april 16 2014 ed gamer is part of the edreach network edreach.us giving education a voice a rather large voice <laughs> this show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform we will give you the education angle on any type of games ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And I'm Steve. <laughs> we, we can Still hear Still with Steve. a big voice. Still with a big voice. Steve, who the heck are you? Well, uh, my name is Steve Isaacs, and I teach video game design and development um, at William Adam Middle School in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. I also teach uh, a video game design and development course online for uh, VHS, or the global, uh, the the virtual high school consortium, as well as uh, Idaho Digital Learning Academy, which is uh, a new project we just started as a, a comp with GoGo Labs. GoGo Gadget. Yes, GoGo Gadget Labs. Now, GoGo Labs is a um, 3D game lab, and we're running a, a pretty awesome online uh, course, uh, you know, for the Idaho Digital Learning Academy um, using their platform. Very cool. And I'm just kind of, it's just like, Jerry, I'm looking at his blurby, which is larger than ours. But yeah. video game design, teaching, you know, that's, that's, that's like awesome. super cool. And then when I saw the VHS, I'm like, Okay, you're in a video game design. You teach video game design, and then you're still using, you know, VHS. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Like, what's like? What's that all about? Okay, hey Jerry. My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts teacher from Schaumburg, Illinois. <laughs> Jerry, come on. What? Uh, my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from <laughs> Normal, Illinois. Normal. You are a sixth grader. You could be in my class, Jerry. Where is Normal, Illinois? It's in the central part of the state. Uh, I heard it's not. Uh, okay. So Jerry, a little okay. higher up there. Jerry, Jerry <clears throat> I'm going to send you some uh, online course or something. A little geography. Some map quest. Ma yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that still around? I was just going to say. Can <laughs> Is map quest still around? Okay, so... Jerry, how and Steve? Sorry, we, we do a little we do a little stuff here. We try to catch up because you know our, our faithful listeners love hearing about our lives. So, Jerry, how was your how's your week been? Uh, it wasn't too bad. It was well, actually it was pretty terrible. But it's been, it's been a rough couple of weeks. See, MapQuest. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's still go. there. Great. Well, that's this good week's to know. show is brought to you by MapQuest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're getting paid for that. Whoops. Um, no, it's so, been a rough couple of weeks. Some, so some, some dog problems. Some is that what that was about? Of, yeah. Well, there no, there were there were some other things going on too. But um, yeah, my, my, dog, my dog. They can't find anything wrong with her, even though she keeps. Uh, she's got some stomach issues. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You don't need to describe. Put it, put I, it I, a nice way. I, I feel your pain. Anything you can imagine is happening to the poor dog right now. Oh man. And these aren't these aren't small ends. dogs. The, these Steve, these dogs blow our blurbies out of the water. 
Yeah. Wow. What so kind of dogs do you have? Sorry. Two boxers. All right. Yeah. Big. They're not that big. How many pounds? Um, one's sixty-five-ish, and one's about a hundred. Under a lot of dog. Weighs more than my daughters. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's okay. That's all good. Your dog's a ferocious bunny-killing like. Fifteen pounds of fluff and shoe. fury. Yeah. I have a shoe that weighs yeah. more than your dog. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a little Bichon. It's best dog I've ever had. So hey, I did some gaming on Sunday. At uh, I was invited by my parent uh, volunteer. I have I have a game club, Steve, and so my parent volunteer does a lot of gaming. And they had a, a family game day at at uh, State Farm, which is headquarters here in Bloomington Normal. And uh, we played some games, and of course, the best game is Snorta. Snorta. Have you? Do you have kids? I do have kids. Uh, uh, you don't have to say age, but you know they're, no, they're, they're in 10 school. And Fourteen. I don't okay. know. Are they, uh, they, are they? They would Snorta have fun. Age? What? Are they Snorta age? Oh, you. I. I'm forty, and I'm Snorta age. So, okay. Well, uh, it's it, you have to make animal noises. So oh, cool. So, but you have to pay attention to what's going on, and you have to make the correct animal noise. And you have to pay attention, and it's just, it's, you're just, yeah, it's just so much fun. This I mean, is Snorter. No, that's not really how it goes. <laughs> it goes, oink, but. Oink. Oink, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we did that on Sunday, my uh, youngest daughter and I, and we had a good time. So. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, here's, uh, last week I mentioned that we had a email from Edmund England, which I think is a very cool name. And he has a website. He uses Democracy3, which, for whatever reason, the one website he sent me wasn't working properly. But uh, he has this project, and I need to – I'm waiting for the site to uh, – hey, do you want to translate this site? Yeah, um, because it's in Swedish, I think. Can I, I ask for a clarification on one thing? Clarification. When, when you said it, I was, I was picturing that it came from Edmund England, but Edmund England is the gentleman's name who sent the email. At least that's what he's telling me. Okay, I thought it was. You know, <laughs> I don't from, know. No, not, that, yeah, not from. Yeah, but okay. uh, his name is Edmund England. That's kind of an awesome cool name. name. Yeah, it is an awesome name. It is. It is. Oh, here we got translate pages. Okay, I translated it. Uh, the project is a collaboration between the subjects history and English. Within the subject of history is Civilization Five. So he's using Civilization Five. Which he must have nice computers. I'm actually on the about the project page, Jerry. Okay, thank you. And uh, up here. I'll yep. show our viewers all the right good stuff. Here. And he's got a lot of emojis down there. But okay, so uh, but he's basically put this uh, you know project together and uh, to combine the two. So it might be one of those things that we might get him and contact him <laughs> later and explain what. Explain what he's doing. The only thing I can see down here is says James Paul G. Yeah, which is exciting. Well, you know, he must. Oh, this page translate. Look at yeah. that. I can just... <laughs> Learn oh, something new. Oh, yeah. about that. Great. Did we go to this course, or do you want me to? No, go I, to... I, I haven't been there, so let's. Yeah. Ooh. We're family friendly. We don't know. Okay. It's, it seems like it's okay, but don't don't do it, damn. Okay. Okay. So uh, a. Next one, Jerry, is a favorite board. It's a tabletop game called Circus Maximus, mm. and this is called Quadriga. It's a PC version of the game, and it's you're basically you pick your chariot, light, heavy, and uh, medium chariot. You pick uh, <laughs> you kind of random dice for your driver, and you go around the track, and basically you can. Uh, uh, you try to knock each other out. You try to get to the finish first, but you know if you can knock some other people out, you know along the way. So you can whip your horses, which make you go faster. You can whip the opponent's horses, which make them go faster. And you want to do that while they're in the turn because then they flip because they're going too fast. Uh, so it's it's a it's basically a racing game. Looks but it's fun. Chariot racing. So it's, it's poor that. horse there. What? Oh, what, <laughs> what game is this? Hey. No, no animals were hurt in the making of this game. <laughs> Says okay. you. Hey, did you it's, see who the see who the who the uh, blurby's from on here? The quote: "Rock paper shotgun." Awesome shot, sight. Yep. Yeah. Do you know about rock paper shotgun, Steve? I, 
I do, but I, I need to, uh, to to check it out for real. It's a great uh, website to learn about games. All right. Uh, it's more the retail side. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not an education-friendly site. Okay. Um, so my friend Justin sent me a link. Uh, Civilization Beyond Earth. So this is, yeah, Beyond Earth takes Civilization to the Stars. So this looks, I'm pretty excited about this. This looks really cool. So it's using Civilization Five, and then you're actually creating space colonies and such. I think so that's something we will keep an eye on. What is I he don't think This is it. That's that's the army. What is he doing there? That's a shark gun. <laughs> what is Jerry? What are you? <laughs> Pick up a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> what a game. I don't think that's. Uh, Civilization. This looks great, Zach. I could use this in my class. Gardens of Warfare. Oh, oh, is this not? Oh, this it's is an Xbox One. About? Oh, I got you. Nice hey, ad there. We just yeah. got an Xbox One for my classroom. No, come on. Yes, Let's I. Um, seriously. I did. I well, I I did a a donors choose project. Um, uh, where among other things, we got a an Xbox One to use Project Spark for oh, yeah. design. Uh, we got an Ouya console. Because I want the kids to develop, you know, Android games. We, yeah, explain that. what that is, because that's the Ouya is um, it's a <laughs> it's a console that's can you see it's like this big, and it um, it's it's Android based um, and it's uh, you know, one of their marketing uh, gimmicks is that uh, basically all games have a free trial or were supposed to or whatnot, so you can try anything before you buy it. But um, the reason I was drawn to it is. Um, it's got a real emphasis on independent game development uh, and teaching what I teach. It's ideal, and I teach my students to use Game Maker quite a bit. And with Game Maker, you could port games to Android and thereby to the Ouya. And I'm excited to see the kids get get going with that. Do they like saying the the name? I, probably not as much as I do, but uh, <laughs> but I the first well because I thought it was Ouya. And then I thought that when, that's what I thought yeah. it was. And when you boot the thing up, it it like you know this kind of cool splash screen, and then ooh yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know it's a uh, it's good. Just good to straighten stuff. people out so they're not saying we uh right right. Which probably so, is close to you know Nintendo Wii. Yeah, Wii-ya. you know. And yeah, I, they probably don't like that. And I think I kind of you know like the fact that I know now how to say it because you know it sounds like I know what I'm talking about a little bit and uh. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how bad I sounded when I was saying "wea," but very few people know about it, so it was probably fine then too. Did you ever read? Okay, totally tangent here. Did you ever read Harry Potter? I read the first Harry Potter. Did you Did you read it before the movies came out? Yes. So how did you pronounce Hermione? Oh, you know, I think I did pronounce it Hermione. Well, you are Hermione, or what, what would I have said, Hermione? Or... <laughs> Harmony. Yeah, I think that, you know that's a good question though, and 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 I don't take full credit because for all I know, I was a late a late adopter when it came to Harry Potter, so I might have heard the name before. Right. I, I don't want to take you know credit for being you know that yeah. smart. I do yeah. the same thing when I teach Tolkien, and so the kids we listen to the audio, and they're just oh that's how you pronounce that. Okay, yeah, so right. <laughs> Boring Jerry here. So oh, no. hey, so the main reason why we've you know had asked you on is that you're it's <laughs> Ed Tech Bridge and uh-huh. you know you've give us a little background of you and how you've gotten to where you're at because you know you've got Moby in a diaper yeah. there right What's, well yeah Moby with a, a game controller oh it's a game that, controller yeah that okay. could be mistaken right. as a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Homer Simpson for a little bit, but right. then no, no, no. yeah, no, it's it's, it's Moby's awesome. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, so, so where did this all start? Because I think we have some parallels of yeah. getting into and making connections with, and and really, I guess, growing in this in this field. So, give us give us your background here. Yeah. So, gosh, a few years ago, I mean, it's you know, it it's been a snowball effect kind of thing, but. I, if I recall the the order of things correctly, um, we were using GameStar Mechanic in my classroom, and um, <laughs> as I was, you know, working on the the getting a license for my school, I didn't realize it, but the person I was mostly dealing with, you know, happened to be uh, Mike Langs, who's the CEO, 
Um, <laughs> but you know, but he just happened to be you know just a, a guy helping me get set up. And um, and there was an event at the Brain Pop office where GameStar Mechanic was coming in and doing a workshop. And I was a little late to the party and actually could not get a ticket. Um, but I wrote to Michael Angst and just said, hey, you know, I heard you guys are doing this. I think it's great. You know, if another one comes up, I'd love to come. And he said, oh, you know, I have a few extra seats for, you know, our employees. You know, we'd love to have you. So I, I came to that. And these were somewhat connections I made between, like I said, using their product, um, probably a little bit of Twitter stuff of hearing of the event. And when I got there... Um, I was able to speak with um, Allison Levy from Brain Pop, as well as she introduced me to Jessica Millstone. Um, they knew a little bit about what I was doing with game design in my classroom, and uh, they asked if they could come film my class as part of one of the case studies they were doing for uh, for the research um, through the Joan Gans Cooney Center. And so that started a ball rolling, and that led to going to a couple of conferences, um, which you know as a kind of, you know, poor teacher um, doesn't come easy. So when somebody yeah. invites you to a, con a conference, especially, you know, it's crazy. So uh, Games for Change was one of the conferences they invited me yeah. to. Like, you know, $400 a ticket. I, <laughs> I was laughing. My wife sent me a, a, a an email the other day because they were offering a 10% discount for something. So I'm like, okay, so 10% off 400 is still a lot. Um, <laughs> but... But they invited me to that and to, to another conference, uh, the Games and Education Symposium, because they were um, presenting this research at those and, 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 you know, wanted us to be their guests. So, you know, that led to a few other things, including traveling to ISTE with Brain Pop um, to help them present um, Game Up as one of their, you know, teacher friends um, and all that. So then through Twitter and whatnot, it just, you know, kept, it just seemed like doors kept opening, um, people, you know, developers were much more accessible than I ever thought, um, so, you know, I, I started embracing these opportunities to connect with and, and work with and learn with and from, you know, all these developers who, you know, as it turns out, um, contrary to what I think I thought, they are very eager to have teacher input and develop authentic relationships with teachers that are especially ones that are interested in using their products, you know? Right. So, and like like you had said about the parallels, I know from speaking with you, you know, with like your connections with like, you know, playful learning and stuff, it, I'm sure you can relate to that idea of how, you know, it's just this great... Um, it's a you symbiotic know, yeah, you yeah. Know, relationship. Absolutely. You know, helping so, each other and, and you know, and what's nice is when developers uh, know that you are a professional, you know, right. hey, you do know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. I do know education. I know my field. Uh, and, you know, trust that, you know, they know their field uh, right. and the area that they're at. So, uh, you know, working together and it's all in the end, it's all to benefit the kids. Absolutely. It's to come and up with things that are helpful for them. And, and in fact, that, you know, leads me a little further down the path when, um, you know, also working with GameStar Mechanic and, um, you know, Brian Alsbach and Katya Hot um, had me into their office, you know, for a, a, just a real true brainstorming session about um, how to possibly approach teaching game design, you know, from the, you know, from the pedagogy side. And, you know, we had a great afternoon, you know, kind of, you know, and they, treated me well. I mean, you know, for the day I was paid as a consultant and, and such, which I just bring up because I know there's, um, sometimes there's these thoughts in, you know, going back and forth about whether developers are trying to get, you know, take advantage of, of educators and this and that. So that's a, a little bit of a point of sensitivity often. So, you know, my experiences have not been that, you know. I've, I've, I've seen... I've seen it. I've seen where some have tried, but those that I've interacted with have been have been very good. Um, and you know, there seems to be a lot of uh, some of these developers that have actually ha do have an education background. Absolutely, it, it, it's amazing. Um, and that brings us, you know, a little to that edtech bridge conversation. Is the 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 edtech bridge community is basically responding to the idea that there's a little bit of a of a gap or perceived gap between teachers and 
developers. And as we've been having these Wednesday night chats, it's been uh, pretty amazing to see how many of the developers start their introduction with, you know, I was in the classroom for this long, or I was a teacher, and now, which is awesome, really. Um, you know, as as teachers, we know that that's you know where we're gonna make progress for kids if it's people that right. Are, if they have, have a, if they have a taste of it and have been in in the classroom. You know, one of the, the, the people that I work with here locally that uh, I help uh, within their district, and, you know, one of the things that he's he's really keen on and big about is the fact that, you know, yeah, you know, Zach, I want you to help us out with this, but I want you to stay in the classroom. And because and you're still there, and it's, it's – and I think teachers that have been in the classroom understand this too, that things change. Uh, and they've been changing so much in the last, you could say, five years. I mean, things have changed in the last year for me as it comes to teaching, you know, language arts, uh, especially with Common Core. So it's, it's, you know, there are those changes, and trying to stay within the classroom, I think, is, is and having that connection is key. So, you know, yes, you have a developer. I, I think the good thing is the developers are realizing they can't do it on their own. Right. And they do need teachers that are currently there because things are changing rapidly. And I'm sure because you're in New Jersey, right? Yep. And so I'm sure things have been changing rapidly around you and, you know, to you um, to where you you have to have that current connection. Um, it's you can't maybe years ago you could have gone out of the classroom and created and developed something and things could have been OK. But things are just changing so rapidly. Right. That's a really good point. You know, in other words, if uh, right, if we stepped out in two years, we're not not relevant <laughs> anymore. Not as much as you know? what we used to. Right, right, right. So it yeah. is great. It is great to have these. You know, this this working relationship where both <laughs> parties are valued because they do. In other words, like you say, if you're still in the classroom, you might have a lot more to offer than you know than if jumping ship and then trying to you yeah. know still do it. Yeah, because it's 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 in yeah. I saw you roll your eyes when I said Common Core, so it's uh yeah. You know I do, and it's interesting. I'm, you know, and I say this, and then I you know I hope this doesn't change for me. But I've been very fortunate. Um, I teach an elective. I uh, we had a, a new um you know our new uh you know framework in terms of uh, teacher evaluation and all has mm -hmm. changed. And and the reality is so much of it. Um, it, it's interesting because. For me, it 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 allows me to continue doing exactly what I was doing because um, the way that I teach in my classroom actually fits the new um, evaluation system. However, I, I also have this nice degree of flexibility because I teach an elective and it's um and you know and whatnot. I feel for for the language arts teachers, the math teachers that want to be innovative and. And do all that they can, but are 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 definitely confined, uh, you know. So so limited. limited, you know. I mean, because it's like, you know, I mean, especially when we're talking game-based learning, right? Like, there's such great possibilities, and of course, there are people doing awesome things, like, you know, Peggy, she, and and Lucas with, um, you know, still using World of Warcraft to teach literacy and 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 um, language arts and the things that you're doing, um, in your classroom, but uh. But I, but I think when you still have to, you know, meet these, you know, you know, the whole high stakes testing and all that. Yeah. I mean, we we all know that drill. But uh, it's you know, it, it, yeah, I'm frustrated. We just, we just had a discussion today because our our language arts has changed uh, in the past year, and we've we've been getting <laughs> been told you got to teach this way, and, and a lot of miscommunications, and and the thing is that. What my team, because I'm in middle school, so I have a team of teachers that I that I work with, and we all teach language arts, reading and writing, um, to the, you know, so and we work together to plan this. And for the last four or five years, we've done and grown very well, and we've been very effective. And the teachers above us in seventh grade, eighth grade, high school have said, "Man, these kids are getting much better at writing and literacy and things like that." And now all of a sudden we've changed that, and I, I really feel I feel I feel bad because I don't think the kids that I have this year are as well taught with what you know with the curriculum that I've been basically handed to than what we've done in the past, and that's that's frustrating 
That's frustrating because I got a great group of kids. I got a very bright group of kids this year, and uh, I, I I almost think it's a disservice. You know, I've worked my tail off <laughs> to to do what I can to 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 help them out, but um, honestly, I feel that if I taught the way I did last year with the resources and trust me when I say this and parents and teachers out there I don't teach the same thing the same way every year I have to change it right um, I can't teach it the same are there some lessons that I do very similar and but yes but I do change things up I can't do it the same way so it's 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 the frustrating thing that I'm hearing from teachers from all over the country you know that that especially in language arts and and math and Jerry teaches an elective and you've you've had some interesting you know uh, things thrown at you too Jerry though yeah we yeah we always get you know yeah I would agree I would agree with what what you know what we were saying before is I, I do get a little more freedom in in the electives um, but uh but there's there's always there's this increasing amount of pressure to live up to the you know to the 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 new evaluation system whatever it might be that that comes out but Are yeah you? I too I too feel for a lot of the core teachers that you know we we just voted the other night um, to make our district full one to one district so next year we'll implement all the other thing and and a lot of teachers have spent a lot of time trying to over the last two years myself included trying to get these things in the classroom anyway you know and 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 that takes a risk. It, it's not a risk for me, but it takes a risk for like English and math teachers to to go away from their curriculum and, and try to use these things. You know, it's pretty well, and it takes time to it takes time to plan. I, I haven't had. <laughs> we're constantly planning, especially for language arts. We're constantly planning and putting things together. And it's I. What time do I have to do those extra things? Like yeah. what. You know, they've been doing World of Warcraft for a while, and they've been able to, you know, Lucas Gillespie has, and, you know, Peggy, and, and, and they're doing some awesome things, and, and that's pretty much set, and I, I, if I would have had that in my curriculum, I think they would have said, sorry, you can't do that anymore. I think that would have happened this year. And that's that's frustrating. So what what are the okay? Let's try to get happy here. This <laughs> just kind of going. <laughs> yeah, where are we going? Uh, like, okay, so let's let's get a. So what are some of the questions that you've talked about in this in this tweet chat? And you know, what are some things that you've learned? Let's start with the questions. What are some of the questions? Yeah. Um, well, some of the questions. A lot of the questions revolve around you know what people have been doing, uh, you know, currently to to. <laughs> Form these relationships. What they're um, do you have some questions? You have a friend behind you. Let's go back there. Oh, she left. <laughs> she was photo bombing um, <laughs> or video bombing, I guess. But uh, so a lot uh, to bring it down to the core. The 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 premise that I think everybody shares that's involved, which is great, is that the 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 clear um, desire on all parts is to develop you know authentic relationships um, rather than you know, looking at, 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 you know, at this as a way to, we're not talking about sales and things like that. We're talking about developing, helping develop products by collaborating, you know, and that kind of thing. So the questions are what kind of things have people already done successfully or what would they like to do, those kinds of things. So, you know, the kinds of things we're hearing, which are really kind of neat, is that some, some companies have things like um, office hours available where, you know they're available to you know the people in their education department perhaps are develop are available to teachers to actually you know kind of conference in real time um, a lot of that kind of like you know interaction through through Skype and Google Hangout that kind of thing um, is that professional what, development and, and to show um, how to use a product or what more I mean some of that is that um, like in other words TechSmith that was one of the things they said that they do is that they have these office hours so um, in that regard you know if you had questions about using Camtasia somebody's yeah. a real person's available to just kind of you know chat and and help you out so at nine o'clock at night when my kids are in bed and I'm trying to put something together for the lesson tomorrow. So, yeah, they're there twenty four seven. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> yeah, because you know, yeah. yeah we, well, we close at four p.m. Well, no, Eastern, and, this, and I'm like, yeah. I'm school till then. No, no, no. This is very that that idea at least is is much more specific to a certain scheduled time. In other words, that they're just available, and and I guess some of it's for just talking about you know ideas too, because I think they're trying to make themselves available 
um, for that. Um, some of the I'm trying to think what other uh, you know uh, one of the things I will say though is a lot of people are are questioning and, and trying to figure out how to make these connections. So that's one of I think the most powerful things that we're starting to see is that through the chats and talking and 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 people kind of getting an understanding of who's on each side here. In other words, what content area teachers are representing, what um, areas of ed tech are represented. We've seen a number of, of natural relationships already form over the three weeks that we've been working together. So, um, you know, there have been a couple of, um, there's one, um, Pixowl, um, they have a, an actual, well, it's, it's a, a game-based learning product called um, The Sandbox, and they've been already interacting with several people through the chat about setting up a pilot where students can, you know, test the product and give authentic feedback. and and in a case like that, you know, the the uh, publisher is seeing the value of the testing. The teachers that are involved on the end that, you know, at least the ones that I, I know are involved in that are see great value in teaching their students how to, you know, test a product, how to give feedback, all of those things. So, you know, that's something that, you know, might happen in spurts, but now I think we're creating more of a community where that's that's possible um, you know are you creating a, like a list and you know it's uh, a developers looking for let's say a social studies teacher middle school social studies teacher and right. you know and, and here's a list of teachers that are able to help out it's funny uh, that was one of the things that came up tonight as and it might even be our topic for next time is is what what should the infrastructure look like um, to do that right now it's happening kind of organically through the chats but that's yeah. definitely something we want to create in fact it's funny you also say that because when we so we were at South by Southwest and and Katia Hot was the one who um, who essentially put together the idea for the presentation that she and I gave at South by Southwest and South by Southwest um, EDU. You went, I know, this year. Had you been there in the past? No, this is the first time there. Okay, me too. And one of the things, uh, and it's funny because last year I had a great proposal that um, that didn't get accepted, and it was interesting because what I had heard from a lot of people is that there was not a real strong teacher presence, and that it was, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but South by Southwest. I give them credit, acknowledged this, and this year there were a number of sessions like ours on this concept of, of bridging and bringing people together um, because in years past when the presentations were all geared towards developers, you know, there weren't teachers' voice nor were there teacher, so many right. teachers in attendance. Um, so we, we presented what was called a problem-solving session, which um, is something new to South by Southwest, and it was essentially a discussion starter is the way we presented it in we we see this issue of there being sort of a cultural divide between developers and teachers and what can we do together to you know beyond south by southwest to continue this discussion and you know make a positive impact um, so a, a lot of the people were kind of calling for something like almost like a match.com which is kinda of like what you <laughs> described <laughs> for uh, you know, educators who like to take long walks in developers' offices and there stuff like that. Um, so Jerry likes that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. So, uh, so that's so. So we do know that that part exists. So, you know, the our first kind of thing is to get the community together through the chats. Um, there's also a Google Plus community right now for EdTech Bridge, um, and that we're inviting essentially anybody who's participating in the, the chat and interested in the community um, it's it's not a wide open group at this point but people could uh, request to join that I can give you the the link to that um, during the can, chat as well yeah we can put that in the show notes if you yeah want. absolutely so um, I mean right if they're interested enough to watch you know then we'll uh, we'll welcome yeah. them to our community um, but basically that's you know kind of the start of that too and that has but we really want to develop some kind of infrastructure that, you know, per perhaps does do that. Uh, we want to keep it simple. We're not, you know, we're doing this, you know, in our <laughs> supposed spare time, you know. But it's um, but it's it's something we're really passionate about. So, 
you know, as a community, we'll make something happen. You know, we'll see who. A lot of people have been really generous in terms of of offering, you know, to help with any of these things. Somebody on the chat tonight, when I mentioned that idea, jumped right in to ask how she could help. Um, somebody from from Toontastic. Uh, so I'm definitely going to recruit her help for that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's kind of where I think we're we're going. Is is how can we build community and and really you know, one of our sessions um, last week was about, you know, just about myths about, you know, that educators have, about, you know, myths that educators have about um, developers and vice versa. And, you know, it's very interesting to hear people's take. I mean, you know, of course, the, the a very common myth about developers is that, you know, they're only, you know, in it for the money, right. you know, that kind of thing. And, and we've learned that um, there are a lot of... Uh, you know, people that are in it very much for the right reason. In fact, right. one of the statistics was, I mean, it was absurd how many, you know, are, are much more in it for, to make an impact, you know. Right. I mean, um, just like, you know, we got into teaching because we want to make a difference. <laughs> oh, it's money. People, you know, right, right. But, uh, and ed tech, you know, I don't think is the, you know, is the technology gold mine per no. se. So I think it's, you know, we have a, probably more cultural similarities than differences um, so last week we really looked at that, and um, for anybody who wants in the show notes, you know, I could also give you links to the full transcripts from That'd the three chats we've had so far, because um, each one has had a topic, and uh, and each one has had a series of of questions, and and really great participation, a great mix of people. Uh, we're very excited that it's been a nice mix between teachers and developers. It's not one sided. Um, you know, again, I, I believe that everybody's looking for the same thing. Right. You know, that is one of my concerns, and I, I don't know, <laughs> because my I I have a ton of ideas, and I'm always concerned, and, you know, of course, my wife is just like, uh, you know, you've been doing this podcast for a while, you know, she wants to see something, you know, come to fruition, right. and it's like, I'm making connections, I'm doing all this, I'm doing all that, um, and, you know, there is a concern that, you know, I have some ideas, and I think there have been some ideas that I've shared out there that I think some people have taken advantage of. Uh, you know, and that's that's, and I freely share those because I think right. that's one of the things that I am trying to help. And when you yeah. see people like Peggy and, and Lucas, that you know, they have all these lesson plans, right? You know, that they threw out there for free. Absolutely. I, you know, open source education, right? Like that's, you know, nonprofit. I mean, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I would love to see many more people um, teaching game design and development in the classroom. I, I think, you know, the it's it's a no-brainer that it's a great way to introduce computer science concepts. We're talking right now about, you know, considering, you know, um, coding, you, you know, a requirement or some, some schools are, are accepting coding languages as a language in lieu of a foreign language and things. So mm. it's like I'd like That's to interesting. see... Yeah. So I'm all for... You know, I mean, I I openly, you know, welcome anybody to to come pick my brain and and I, my resources are all out there. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I don't think um, that's not my concern. You know, I, I <laughs> my my wife and I used to own a, a business. We had a computer training and gaming center, and um, we ran summer camps and things. The one thing that I would say offended me. One day I was looking up um, one of the other. Uh, training centers or game centers websites and they literally had, <laughs> I wish I could show you, they had, <laughs> the camps had the same names, same descriptions, same everything. That, not so cool. Yeah. So, but, um, but, but if I can help you create a game design and development program in your school, I'm happy to do it, you know, yeah. and, and if it helps your students, that's, you know, then we, then there's a win, you know. And, and, and I think that's what a lot of us feel. The, the, the concern that I share with you is um, that idea that that <laughs> that developers, you know, would you know take 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 in terms of time and resources right. and that kind of thing. But but my experience has been very positive. I've been invited to conferences. Right. You know, I, I've I've had you know I've been invited as a guest to present and all these things. So I've had these great, very real perks to me. You know, right. if you want to 
it's so funny too, right? I, so we're teachers. So to us, to be flown somewhere, uh, put in a hotel, yeah. you know, we feel like a king. And 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 to business travelers, that's another day at the office. But right. uh, but for us, that's pretty. Oh awesome. uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So you know, my experiences, especially with, uh, you know, MIT and the Learning Games Network and GLS and the Games Learning Society, University of Wisconsin-Madison, you know, I've been very thankful and grateful for them and, and what they've, you know, provided with me. And, of course, I hope my, you know, my knowledge in, in helping them is also right. as a benefit there. I know, also know, especially with Eline Media, and uh, I've been one of, um, one of the 25 people that were picked for Historia. Oh, so great. the Historia beta. So I know that, you know, giving them feedback and kind of testing that out. And, and, you know, the one thing I do like is that if you go through the beta and you give them feedback, then for next fall, next year, 2014-15, uh, you get all your students have access to Historia. And I, I think, I mean, this is the way I'm looking, I, I they're given a, it's like a give right. and take, okay? Absolutely. You're me something, I'm going to give you something, and I think that's that's a positive. Is it, yeah. is it, it's not money, but you know what? It kind of is because right. I don't have to pay for it next year, and they well, also know that if the product's really good, that the district will say, hey, this is really nice. I've already put it on the radar of, uh, you know, the heads in our, uh, you know, you know, assistant superintendents and, and directors and stuff and such that, you know, hey, this is something I'm testing out. And uh, they're going to be keeping an eye on it. And if it's something that's really good, then they'll, they're going to be willing to spend some money on it. Right. So Yeah, I've had a lot of those experiences. I'll tell you, for me, that works. I, I mean, and, and some of it has not been, you know, even intentional, so to speak. Like, I, um, I started uh, sharing some video tutorials that I was um, using to teach Game Maker. And, um, you know, I, I think I shared, you know, Camtasia in the tweet and... And they reached out to me. They they you know put my story on their blog. They gave me a free version of Camtasia Studio, which is is fantastic. You know that that that's lovely. You know, to Camtasia, me, that's great. Camtasia, Camtasia, Camtasia. Right yeah, there you go. And, uh, I would love to use me some Camtasia. Right. <laughs> we could probably do a screencast of exactly what we're doing right now, and you know, and. Say yeah, Camtasia. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so stuff like to me, that's great. Yo-Yo uh, Games has been awesome, um, and <laughs> I'm actually doing a lot of stuff with and for them. Um, but but part of it's you know like I'm creating um, and curating content with uh, Mark Suter for the the new soon to be launched um, learning section of their site. And for me, it's it's great. It's it's a wonderful place to house my resources. Um, and again, and they've. Been and this very... is this is Game Maker, right? Yeah, Game Maker Studio. Yeah, and I've I've pointed, I've not used it. I've pointed to because they had a sale a little while yes. back, didn't they? They did. And I pointed to some of my students that were interested in game development, and they got the professional for like right. was it like thirty five dollars or something? Well, they've done a few things. Um, re that that might have been one of them recently. And 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 keep your eyes on this one. Um, the site is yoyogames.com. And they, a few times in the last, say, six months, they've offered the standard version, which I think is usually $50, for free um, for a period of time. So in my case, you know, I had all of my students get it. <laughs> you know, we were hot to, to get yeah. to make sure they had it so they could use it at home. And, um, and I mean, it was, it's phenomenal. We have it, you know, a license, an education license at school, but now they can continue working at home, which was... A big issue before, so that's one of those. And and you know, my I, I will tweet the heck out of it whenever they um, okay. offer that, <laughs> because it's it's you know I want to get more people using that. Um, and we've got some great uh, you know, so we've we've created a pretty neat thing with them, and they've been very generous as well. Um, one of the things you know they you know they've just been awesome um, in a lot of ways. They're supporting us in presenting. Um, you know, at conferences that we're putting proposals together for, but we're presenting about our experiences with Game Maker, and they've been very supportive of that as well. So, you know, I mean, the developers, you know, these relationships are beneficial for both. And I guess, you know, one of the things I want people to understand is that I think that a lot of teachers don't know 
um, how involved they could get. One of the things um, that came up during the chat was that, you know, one of the myths is that these developers are like, you know, elusive, like the the man or woman <laughs> behind the curtain, you know. Yeah. Um, and the reality is they're, <laughs> you know, they're very real people. Uh, you know, they have families, <laughs> they have dogs. No way. Um, they do, they do. And uh, and they're, you know, I, I, some of my 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 good friends now are, you know, developers. Like imagine, um, but it's it's really they're they're it, they're they're as interested in working with teachers as I think teachers don't even know that they're interested in working with developers. But uh, but I think most teachers when they hear the kinds of things that you and I are doing, I'm sure they think, wow, that's pretty cool. I would like to do that. You know. Yeah, and it's it, you know and. This keeps on coming up over and over again. It's the time. It's just the time to, to put stuff together and 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 um, yeah, I'm looking at this uh, the game maker. Uh huh. The platform looks lovely. I mean, it's just it looks really nice. And then to be able, if I could tell the kids, hey, you could create a game like this, they would just be drooling. It's it's awesome. Uh, and again, you know, like the. The resources that are available, um, you know, <laughs> are are tremendous. So, you know, it's the kind of thing too. Like, obviously, for you, it, it you know, you could tie it into your curriculum certainly, but to just turn kids onto these resources and have them, you know, start learning something they're interested in on their own. I mean, you know, I'm fortunate. My kids are loving what they're doing in class. They're going home and right. continuing to work on it, um, that kind of thing. But <laughs> you know, whether or not, you know, it's funny because uh, I get an occasional um, sort of uh, what seems almost like an angry email from a parent because they say that um, I'm giving too much homework in my class and, <laughs> and I have to I have to gently respond that you know I I actually don't give any homework you know, <laughs> that uh you know I'm glad your kids are are more excited about this and you know I'm sorry that they're failing you know English because sorry because they're working on their game but you know <laughs> yeah. but it is you know it's, so there you know there's it's yeah, I'm all for. Uh, I mean, start some kind of program now, with game with, design. With Game Maker, can you? I mean, I'm sure there's ways to build in a story. You know, and uh, you know, kind of. Can you do role playing? Um, absolutely. Okay. Um, that, but, the ones that I've seen are mostly, you know, side scroll. Well, you, you know, I mean, when you say role playing, I mean, you can. You could, the neat thing about Game Maker is it's so open-ended that you could program anything, you know, um, and it's not all not coding. There's the drag-and-drop interface, and there's also coding. Right. But when you talk about story and narrative, my whole seventh-grade course, which is a six-week course, is um, different from the one where I teach Game Maker, but it's uh, a course in, in game design and digital storytelling, and there's a, a huge emphasis on using games as a medium to tell a story. So... That's where it ties in beautifully, right? And right. and you could definitely and GameStar Mechanic, as you know, um, or I think you know, it, yeah. for 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 your students, they would they would you know pick it up so quickly that right. you're not necessarily going to lose a lot of instructional time to have them you know utilize right. that. And uh, and you know, I don't know if you know, Steve, but Jerry, uh, why don't you explain kind of what you do? What you um, do, you, you, the voodoo that you do. <laughs> yeah, we we don't we don't use a ton of game maker. Um, I've I learned it in the past in a in a in a class, and we were kind of trying to get back to it to introduce kids. I think slowly to coding. Um, uh -huh. We come we come from the uh, the visual arts end, so we we actually we work in Unity. Uh huh. Um, wow. And, uh, and yeah. We have kids. Yeah. We have kids doing that, so I'm going to start that. But you know what? I I do we, I do that with. Um, High school freshmen and uh -huh. uh, NIU runs a camp that does it with sixth graders. Oh, man. Uh, they, they can handle Unity. It's not bad. Uh, we yeah. can, you know, lay out a basic terrain, and then um, you know if you get stuck, it gets a little intense. But uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty cool program. So yeah, we, we come we come pretty strongly from the visual end of things. Awesome. Um, but but I I love what you're saying, and I love what you're doing. I you know I I think uh, from the, from the art side, I um, I love to preach some. You know, yeah, you know what's kind of neat, Jerry. Um, that and if you're ever interested, you know, we could talk further. But um, like in our, in our school, I have there's a, um, a another elective called creating music, and um, the guy who teaches that we've collaborated. And what he does is his students um, 
conference. They read the design documents and conference with my students, and they create the music to go with the games that my kids create. Um, I've been looking for the right person to do, you know, some of the art, you know, sprite design and stuff. It would yeah. be pretty neat if we decided to pull oh, something together. Oh, that would be very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just because he has guitars behind him doesn't <laughs> mean he really is an artist. I mean, you know, it looks cool and all, but uh, no, he, he, he is an artist, yes, in all yeah, respects. We do. Yeah, the, the kids love it, you know, but it, it's yeah. it's tough, too, because they get my kids especially get really caught up in the in the visual end of things. So we, right. we spend a lot of time, you know, we take them through 3D modeling programs and they model things. We take them through life drawing classes so they understand the way a human moves and bends, and then all those things play into um, them designing some kind of a, you know, a world. We're going to start terrains actually next week and do like a battle map and things like that. That's awesome. Yeah, Unity is, I, I just, I, I'm dying to use it too. I just have to get over the hump of deciding yeah. to dedicate some time. See, yeah. I'm your matchmaker for the evening. I've got you guys connected <laughs> because I know there you go. Jerry's talent and what he's doing in his classroom, not only you, Steve, but I'm sure there's some listeners out there that are going, I need to talk to Jerry. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> No, it's fun. You know, it's a blast. The kids absolutely love it. They're amazed yeah. by what they can make, and um, a lot of people look at it and, and think that it's uh, way over their heads, but it's it's really not. Um, Unity's gone a, gone a long way to, oh, yeah. you know, to, to try to put out a lot of demos and a lot of easy, you know, drag-and-drop type, oh, type really? things. Yeah, yeah cool. it, it can get not too bad, you know. I mean, it's, it's a little more complex dragging and dropping, but... Right, right. <laughs> but dragging yes, uh, so it's a click, and it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a triple and drag. And up, and a down, and, yeah. a, and, a, and then drop. More like, it's more like, <laughs> can I find what I'm about to drag and drop in the, in the, the massive uh, but, um, know, file of... You know, th this might be a nice segue for me to say, ooh yeah again, <laughs> because um, uh, I know that uh, there are, you know, you can program you know, in Unity and, and port that over to Ouya hmm. apparently as a, as a great, you know, platform. So even in, in, in your case, I'm sure, even if, I don't know how much playability is involved, but to, to create the environments and then, you know, have the kids see that in a, you know, on this TV or console cool. type thing, yeah. I'm going to have to look that up, yeah. Can I'm you excited. still buy those? You can, yeah. It's like 99 bucks. Yeah. Um, supposedly they put out a... I was kind of bummed. So for so I got this the little eight gig one because that's all that they had where I was able to purchase it. But um, but they supposedly have a newer one that seems like you can't really get it. Um, so I don't know what that means or if they just you know really are just you know back in production or what. But uh, but the newer ones you know sixteen gigs. It's you know it's got some better stuff under the hood that kind of thing. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, but definitely well, a cheap entry point, you know, a console type thing to play around with. And if someone, was gonna, one. someone was going to look up how to, you know, spell that, what, what would they start with? I think they would start with an O, o. followed mm -hmm. by a U, mm, U. and okay. then a Y, and then an A. Oh, and I think I see that, maybe. I mean, if, if someone was going to do that. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> we can, you can do that. Cool. I'm sure you have plenty of department money, Jerry. <laughs> I love giving stuff to the arts department. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, is there anything else that you want to share? I mean, I, I've got the the uh, your website. I've got the Twitter. I'll have that in the notes. I have the EdTechBridge hashtag. There you go, Jerry. Um, I you know I would just just uh, openly invite. Um, I imagine a, a lot of your viewers are, are teachers. Um, but uh, developers as well. But definitely, uh, we'd love to to see more teachers get involved and uh, and you know and there's a, a great community out there, um, you know, and ready for for you to join us. And we'll create that dating site. Yes, that'll be next. <laughs> the, <laughs> the the teacher developer. Is my left profile. <laughs> Don't okay. encourage him, Steve. Don't Jerry, encourage. Him. Jerry, anything else to add? Uh, no, that was great. I, I, we need to have more people on that, um, you know, that actually build Instead games and develop them. I, yeah, I like it. I like it. It was a great conversation. We'll definitely have to hook up. And if yeah, you decide absolutely. to get into Unity, um, you'll have to let me know because sure. uh, some of the newer downloads are, are a little more complex, and I have I have storage of all the old ones oh, that I can cool. give to you. Oh, that's great. Is that a little easier to learn? Yeah, totally. Okay. 
cool. Just messing. <laughs> just messing. Well, Steve, thank Ooh. you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we're gonna try. It's it's your the Ed Tech Bridge chat. The tweet mm -hmm. is at 6 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. It is. And you know, at that time, I was probably picking up medicine at Walgreens. Yeah. And getting home from school, and then you know getting the chicken ready to go on the grill. And so it was, yeah, it, the time is not the best. Right. Well, you know. We'll figure out something. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's very interesting, though, because the we really have quite a global reach. And, um, you know, we've had people from Australia, you know, in. And for them, I think it's sometime next week Early by now. Morning. Yeah. yeah. And then Korea, we have somebody where it was like 8 in the morning. Our Friends in the UK have been very nice in staying up till about midnight to do yeah. an eleven o'clock chat. That fits um, really well. Yeah, the well, uh, the um, but we are <laughs> gonna we're gonna we're gonna add a second time probably within a month, um, which will probably be earlier in our day, but to accommodate um, we have a nice there's a great um ed tech community in um in Israel that is interested and in just a really odd time for them if they try to join us, so. We're we're trying to do that. It's just you know obviously it's yeah tough I, it's amazing you know because I do get emails from developers. Can you try out this game? Can you try you know because because of the show and then also you know the connections I've made Australia mm -hmm. huge into gaming. Yeah. Connection. Oh yeah. It's it's unbelievable. And then uh, Singapore, I've uh -huh. you know, gotten they love Minecraft. Uh, you know and South Korea. You know, there's a lot there. It's just, and you then you can't it's, have our Nilo though. Nilo, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Northern Europe, I mean, Europe in general is just all. We'll loan them to you, but you can't have them. Yeah, Nilo is awesome. He's he's our he's oh. our uh, Swedish friend. Oh, okay. Actually, he's Norwegian, isn't he? Uh, I think he's Norwegian. I think it's but he Norwegian, lives in yeah. He's a. I don't think we were supposed to say that out loud. I'm going to let you be wrong on this one. No, because I think I think he was trying to keep that quiet because he thought, you know, yeah. immigration. I think he just said it on a live broadcast then. No, he, he jokes about it. So I probably got it backwards. So sorry, Nilo. We need to talk to him again. <laughs> and, so, you know, let, let me just make a quick shout-out to we, – we've yeah. had a guy, um, William Jenkins from um, EdTech Stories, has just been, been – an awesome supporter from the first that he heard of us at South by Southwest, and and um, you know his blog has had a lot of uh, information about EdTech Bridge, and and it's very in line. You know he jumped on because it was right in line with what he was interested in. Um, you know and and many others. Um, you know, but uh, but I just thought you know I'd like to at least you know uh, mention him because I appreciate everything um, he's done with us. Why does that name sound familiar? Um, Is it, what's his website? It's EdTech Stories. Yeah. Let me see if I have the right uh, ED EdTech. Yeah, I think we follow each other. Oh, good, good, great I guy. So. But I, I don't, I think it. Let's see what the. It's you know, it's not dot com. Of course, it's a, it's a blog. But uh, let's right. see. EdTech Stories blog. It's visify dot com. Um, no. I'm seeing it as. Let's see. Ed. <laughs> well, it's actually. You know what? It's here. Can I? If I throw it in the chat or something, does that help? Yeah. All right. Let me do that. And then it's, Jerry can pull it up. I'm in the wrong place. So, well, well, put it in where in the. It's the chat. It's yeah, the little blue thing at the top left. Yeah. Let's see here. Can I do that? Here. I was doing great until I tried to do this. Right. The blue thing in the left. Oh, top I see. Left. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm getting there. Chat. One message. It's weird though because it's not. Oh, he's Scottish. Oh, here we go. Here we go. There it is. Yeah. There it is. So um, yeah, and and uh. You know, as I mentioned, Katya, okay. Katya, and I have been uh, in the main, uh, you know, proponents here um, and moderators of the actual chat, and you know, she's phenomenal over at Brain Pop, and we've just, you know, it's been great. And these are all people that, you know, like the connection with her is what, you know, we've done work together in the past. So it was a real natural kind of coming together. So, so we got a good thing going, I think. Cool. Well, Steve, thank you so much, and I know we're going to connect again. Are you going to be going to GLS? I sure hope so, and if I remember correctly, if providing it's approved, I think you and I are on a might be on a panel together. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. I, it's like, yeah. hold on a second. Yeah, are we on that panel? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't uh, heard that since. Yes, yes. She's she's and kind of she she's done a few things. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. Before I went to GLS last year, um, I was in graduate school. You know, doing my 
my my my thing, and I was reading this great article by this brilliant woman, Constance Steinkuhler, and then I was in this email discussion about what was happening for GLS, and I keep seeing this name, and it looks familiar, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the, uh, you know, that's the woman who I've been, you know, reading her stuff. So yeah, yeah, she's she's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, it's uh, 10:30 your time, almost awesome. 9:30 ours, and and I think I have kids that might yeah. still be up. I'm All hearing right, okay. rumblings there. So cool. thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on EdReach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach network. Black. Have a great week. Black. Thanks, Thanks for joining guys. us, Steve. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.